0: From the land of sky blue waters.
1: Waters.
0: Small scale life is podcasting. Small scale life is podcasting. <laughs> Small scale life. Oh Intro right there.
1: Oh, God, please, no. Oh,
0: yeah, baby. It's going to happen. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. From the shores of Lake Superior in Minnesota, it's a Small Scale Life podcast. It's Tom and it's Julie. Hi, guys. How you doing, babe? Doing great. Relaxed. On vacation. I know.
1: Life is good.
0: We're on vacation and we, you know what, we were packing up and Julie said, hey, you should bring all the podcasting gear. And I'm like, really? All right, let's do this. So that was
1: music to his ears. It was
0: music to my ears, but uh, we don't have our mic stand, so we're kind of. It's kind of, we got stuff all over the place, which is kind of fun, but uh, we are. It kind
1: of feels like we're on a variety show. I know it does, right? Holding my mic. Yeah. And this is, you know, for those of you who know me and know that public speaking was never my thing. This was like a nightmare to me standing (laughs) with a microphone in hand with a blank look on my face and people looking at me. So the good thing about podcasting is there is no eyes on me. Well, mine. Well, except yours.
0: And but, they have that they, they have really that count. blank look to it, don't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're here. Uh, we enough of the banter. Let's get into it today. We wanted to do another Financial Freedom Renew You podcast, and we really wanted to circle back around and talk about our journey and developing our small scale life, our whole concept, and and really kind of lay out our story.
1: I think. Getting an understanding of where we're coming from will give you a little bit of context behind why this is so important to us. This is, you know, getting control of our finances and and discovering our why behind the finances has completely shifted our lives. And it's been something that we've been working towards for a very long time, and it's still a work in progress. Oh, yeah. But we just really we want to be real with everybody and just share this from a place of just honesty and putting it all out there for you. So you know that if there's a struggle in your life or something you're trying to change, that you're not alone. You know, We're going to just share the good, bad, and the ugly of yep. what we've done because there's some of it that's just not real pretty. And uh, for that to be out there, for all the world to... Here, I think is is going to be pretty powerful,
0: right? And we are on vacation. It's post tax season. Hopefully, everyone got their taxes done on time, and some had to pay, some did not. It's a whole interesting experience. But we're also celebrating our twenty fifth anniversary, and we've done a lot of interesting things with money in twenty five years. We've been in survival mode for many years, and uh, you know we're going to get into some of that and kind of chart a path and where we're going. So we talked a little bit about this stuff a few weeks a couple weeks ago when we kicked off the financial freedom podcast but we really wanted to have good quality audio audio and kind of walk through some of the stuff in a little bit more detail before we jump into the seven things we're going to cover this quarter so with that said before we get into our topic today I know we have a ton of new listeners to small scale life podcast we've been on the Nicole Sauce living free in Tennessee and some other podcasts recently and our numbers show it thank you for tuning in Cheers, Nicole. And cheers. Oh, nope. We gotta do this. We've got our coffee liqueur. Stolat. Slancha. Cheers. Delicious. Delicious. Ah. A little drinky drink. It's always delicious. So <laughs> <laughs> Julie and I are building a small urban homestead here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Well, not here, but down there. <laughs> there. Yes. Life has taught us a lot of lessons over the years, don't you think? Oh. Totally, totally. We're still learning. So after chasing the American dream and running, running ourselves ragged, we realized we needed to simplify our lives. So join us on this journey.
1: Right. We hope that you can discover your small scale life a way, a way that works for you. Not, not our journey, not, not our vision of the small scale life, but, but finding your place of peace and contentment. That's what we wish for all of our listeners.
0: Right. And we're gonna show you what we're doing and we're documenting our journey as we focus on gardening, meal planning and prepping, financial freedom, and all around simple living. Here, here. Here, here. So (laughs) we are so happy you're here. Thank you as we're and join us here at the table as we're up on the shore. I mean, we're looking over Lake Superior Superior right now, looking at all the little wood ducks out there. It is so freaking awesome
1: it is it is our happy place it is is peaceful the the waves are crashing on the shore and this morning it's very calm yeah and they're just gently breaking on the shoreline and it's it's so peaceful there's something about the sound of water that just does it for me (laughs) just gives me that that zen that I crave.
0: Yeah, well, and, and that's going to factor into our story here in a little bit right. when we get into it. But yeah, water is a key component of our lives and where we want to take our future. So I think it's, you're going to see a lot of water. Hence, the news from around the bend always shows some water feature, especially a river. Right. That's very soothing to me. So, and to us. Yeah. So if, I'm we're so happy you're here. If you'd like to support our efforts here on Small Scale Life, and, and really, if, If you support us, we'll do more stuff, you know? And, uh, you can do that by going to the resources page at smallscalelife.com. We have a nice little tab there. And once you're there, what can you do? Well, there's a couple things you can do. One is sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, you had your first official uh
1: newsletter. It went out last week. When? Yes. No, no, yesterday. It went out
0: yesterday. Yeah. So release day is Wednesday. That went out yesterday as kind of a release day. And, um, it was, it was fun to put together, and we're going to be do, trying to do this, like, Monday of every week. So if you're not part of our newsletter, you're going to want to be there. We're trying to, one, figure out a name, a cool name for it, so that's your first homework. And two, go to the resources page, sign up. This is going to be stuff that we're not putting on the blog or YouTube or anywhere else, so you might want to check that out. It's like an extra blog post in your inbox every week, so... Uh, go there, do that, and also you can shop with us there as well. We've got some affiliate services. A great one is Simply Canning from Sharon Peterson. Great lady. She knows what she's doing. She's not going to blow up your house with a pressure canner. She's an expert, and you, she brings you right in the kitchen, and you can and you can learn how to do this right with her. So go check that out, and uh, we're going to keep that short and sweet. Check those things out on our resources page, and with that, we're going to jump into our topic today on the Small Scale Life Podcast: Our journey to financial freedom. That sounded so official. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's true. It is a journey, and it's an ongoing. Sometimes feels like a battle. It has. It's been. It's been good. There's been the
0: the best of times and the worst of times. Right. I. You know. We. We. Kind of look at. You can look at financial freedom. Like dieting or getting healthy. Our health and fitness renew you. Um, you know, it's a, it's a change of mindset from just eating whatever to actually planning it out and following the plan. And when there's no plan, you miss the target every time.
1: Right. And looking at food as fuel for your body instead of uh, enjoyment and treats and Drugs to medication to soothe life's problems. You know, it is just kind of kind of wrapping your head around that, and it's very crazy. That's something that's been really pivotal for us is realizing how similar the journey to health and fitness is to our journey towards financial freedom.
0: Yeah, it's all kind of connected, and when one thing's out of kilter. Probably the other thing's out of kilter too.
1: Right, which is why we knew that it was one of our pillars to a a successful lifestyle.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So with this whole, what is this whole financial freedom renew you thing? We are going to be digging into seven, well, probably more, but seven key topics this quarter. So second quarter here, we're going to be really focusing on Seven topics, including the first one is inventory. We're going to get into that very soon. Inventory, what you got coming in, what you got going out. The second one is? The B word. The B word, which is not budgeting booze and not beer. It is? Budgeting. Budgeting. Exactly.
1: Which doesn't have to be a bad thing.
0: Right. I learned that. It doesn't, it doesn't mean battle either. Well, sometimes it well, does. Well, yeah, sometimes but. it does. <laughs> but it helps being on the same page. The third thing is savings, and that's something that so many Americans have trouble with is actually having enough in the budget to do savings because people don't have savings, and that's a real problem when the wolf comes to the door because it happens. Your car breaks down. Your furnace breaks down. your You need a new roof. Something. Kids yeah. need clothes.
1: It's critical. Having that savings in the bank is gives you peace of mind to know that when those disasters strike or when Murphy comes calling which he always does
0: yep at the worst times
1: at the worst times to be able to have the money in the bank versus running to a credit card or running just literally not having the money or the means to take care of it it's it's so it gives you so much of a sense of peace. I just, I, I didn't realize how not having that, that savings in the bank, how much that added to stress in my
0: life. Right on. The next one is your favorite.
1: Lifestyle adjustments. Yes. Which I think really is probably it. it probably should be number one mm. because without doing some some pretty major lifestyle adjustments in our life we never got to the point of successfully having financial freedom we had to make some huge giant lifestyle changes and 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 it all comes down to mindset that's 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 the key it's it's just uh figuring it out
0: Mm -hmm. so can i tell you that i love you but i think you're wrong
1: Okay. Well this wouldn't be a first.
0: <laughs> go ahead. So I think this is number two. I think the first one is the inventory. You've got to know what the hell's going on with your money. What are you making and what are you burning and what do you what are you earning and what are you burning? And right. then once you see that you go, Oh, I need to make some adjustments big big time, bigly. That is true. And then and then right. you can start to adjust and tweak and and fiddle.
1: Yeah. Do you agree? I do. No, I do agree. Oh, I do agree. Well, and the lifestyle adjustments have taken us 10 years to to quantify yeah. and for me to come to a place of acceptance. <laughs> well,
0: and me not to, uh, me too.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you really want it, let's, I mean, we said we would be dirty and honest and here we go. I'm the spender. I confess my sins. I am the spender of the family.
0: Well, and even though I'm an engineer, sometimes I don't like to look at the budget spreadsheet. So I just kind of don't spend anything except for Triple two coupon Thursday. Then I spend a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, really, it was me realizing I was never going to find happiness in a big house. Mm-hmm. And... Never in in the car I was driving mm. and in the things that I had, it was never, never, ever going to come from that because it was never enough. It was never big enough. it was never enough shoes. and woo, that took me some time to to realize, but I confess I I spent a lot of money. Mm. a lot of stupid money.
0: Never enough, never, never, never enough for me <laughs> for me so the next one that is very true well that this will be a very interesting podcast when we get there maybe two or three i don't know but we'll get there um the next one long-term vision and planning yes my favorite i like to vision i'm a vision guy
1: visionary isn't it scary yeah
0: (laughs) and i am scary sometimes i have a lot of big (laughs) visions i just need the time and Focus to do them and not have squirrel moments but yes something, this is important
1: it's something i truly admire about you though is your your vision and you are you're such a a creative type which is such an oxymoron for an engineer mm. i still just scratch my head of how you became an engineer
0: <sighs> grace of god luck skill a yeah. lot of booze no
1: smart yeah, this, this is a very smart man right here and he <laughs> He realized that I think engineering was his way, his path to getting to play with trains. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. And
1: not a choo-choo drive the engineer. Right. Um, but yeah, you you really kind of came, came at the engineering thing from a, a different perspective than mm-hmm. most engineers do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of funny. We're watching the wood ducks this morning and we hear this thumping off in the distance and 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 Julie was like, Oh, I think that's a wood truck going and down the road and hitting its brakes and I was like I listened to it for a while, I'm like, No, that's an air compressor on a locomotive and then later I heard that, brrk, you know, as the as the train started to roll, and I'm like, Yep, that's the train over there. See? Yes. And it was like five miles away.
1: Yeah. He's a total train geek. <laughs> I'm a dork. And he can tell you <laughs> as we're driving down the road and he will tell you where every train that we see is going. <laughs> what it's carrying um what towns it's going to go through and what engine it is well, I've, down to I'm, the number it's I'm, an AK53271 <laughs>
0: I've gotten eight. a little rusty on my engine identification but you know I have to work on that so
1: And I just say damn but, it that train is blocking my way to work move
0: <laughs> but it's fun. We're going to not talk about trains during the segment, but we're going to talk about long-term vision and, and we'll talk about, we'll hit a little bit about that, uh, later in this podcast, but, uh, that'll be a really fun one to do. Um, the next one is something that you are really picking up and, uh, you're really thinking about and starting to put things in practice.
1: Investing in retirement. And we're not, we're not experts. Nope. We're not financial planners, nope. although I do work for one, so I'm I'm learning a lot of really good, useful information. Uh, but it really is uh, you you. This goes along with the long term vision and planning. You someday we are all going to reach retirement age. What does retirement look like for you? Yeah. I mean, for Tom and I, we realize. We'll probably there, there will probably never be a day that we're not working in some fashion yeah but you know we we do want to have a lifestyle and have the means to be able to to enjoy a little bit slower pace of life and right. and not have to work the number of hours that we do absolutely and uh, how are we gonna do that how are we gonna do that
0: right I mean if you think about it my grandma worked till she was 91 yeah. she was running a resort I mean that was what she did.
1: And, and that, I think and that's that what kept her, her going.
0: Yeah. Now yeah. oh, I could go. I could start going on a riff, but I'm not. Well, so, the day is. Yeah, the yeah. day
1: will come when we focus on that in in the podcast. Right. And then our and then the last really important thing, and it and this goes along with every step because this is where your heart is at. Is is giving. Yeah. You just. I mean, if we don't have a generous heart, then what is it all for? Right. What are we earning all this for? Is it so that we can just look at that number, grow and grow and grow in the bank? Or is it so that we can share it with others? Mm-hmm. And, and even while we're in the throes of debt, re, you know, paying off debt and, and saving money, we can be generous. Mm-hmm. We can give money. We can give of our time and, and resources. Right. And it's, it, it's about um, helping our community. And our world
0: it's yep. so important yep exactly right so
1: we're not gonna preach to you we're just gonna share some tips and tricks and and insight right. into what we've learned along the way and what we're learning and and trying
0: absolutely so um, yeah we've learned a lot and we're asking uh, we're asking a lot of our members about what they've learned too so in the small scale life Facebook group every Thursday well almost every Thursday, we're going to start adding something new. So, almost every Thursday, we are going to do Thrifty Thursday. We're looking for tips and tricks for from from our from you. What are you doing to reduce your budget? What are you doing to stretch make those dollars stretch? And um
1: frugal living tips. Yep. Savings, um different uh Different motivational uh, podcasts and and what is helping you to live your life in a different way, better. Exactly. To get you towards your goal of financial freedom.
0: Exactly. And so our Thrifty Thursday tip of the week this week was um, there's a service, actually two services, that some of our members are taking advantage of right now. Um, It's wood chips. There are free wood chips out there. To help build soil, to um, put in your flower beds in your yard, to use to, use to grow an orchard. So what Daniel Bokris is doing out in Ohio, he has talked with a power company and they're dropping off wood chips in his, on his homestead. And he's building soil in his orchard. Using those wood chips. Uh, The wood chips decay and over time make a really rich soil. So he's using those. And then Anne LeClaire um, from Oswego, Illinois, she was talking about a free wood chip service in the suburban areas, suburban areas, urban areas, where you can get wood chips delivered to you free of charge.
1: Yeah, right on.
0: So there's a we'll have a link in the show notes to that service um Dan, I think he talked right to the power company folks and they deliver every day because they're cutting down wood I mean we had the we had people cutting down wood clearing the power lines in our alley yesterday so blocking it all off. what are they doing but they were doing it and uh you know you if you had a connection with them you could get free wood chips right there
1: yeah that's that's pretty useful
0: right and it's using resources that are free that they are just gonna compost at a city lot or something get rid of them somehow so right why not take advantage of that right yeah so save you some bucks um now we're gonna get into the topic of today so do you remember some years ago i think that was like 2000 what was that 2005 or 6 we when we found Dave Ramsey, and we were like, oh. "Oh my gosh, we need to totally change this." Maybe yeah, even earlier than that. Two, no, two
1: thousand six, seven. I would say somewhere in there.
0: Right. So we were sitting on. I mean, for me, I was sitting on the beach at my grandma's resort in Central Wisconsin, and we were we were just bumping along, and and you were like, "You've got to see this. This is Dave Ramsey."
1: Well, I was introduced to Dave Ramsey's book. Um, the Total Money Makeover yep. by our neighbor, Frank. And also, my sister and her husband had read had read it and were starting to follow some of the principles. And, you know, when... when the, I think Karen had first talked... No, Frank had first talked to me about it. And I, you know, if you know Frank, I was a little bit like, oh, geez, is this just one of Frank's crazy schemes?
0: <laughs> God
1: love you, Frank. Um, but it really... It kind of made sense to me. And then when my sister and her husband told me about it and they were starting to implement some of this stuff, I thought, geez, maybe maybe this is something I really should check out. So I got the book, The Total Money Makeover, and I read it in like two days. It is so it's it's one of those financial books that is so relatable and there's so many good stories and stories directly from people who have worked as plan. Mm-hmm. It really fired me up. It yeah. was because because we weren't just bumping along; we were struggling bad. Mm. We were in over our heads with our lifestyle, and we were sinking yeah. fast. I mean, True. we were to the point where we had used all of our um, safety nets yeah. of credit and. We're at the point where, if some if another disaster happened, like a transmission going out, there was no uh, credit card. There was no credit to live off of yeah. because we were maxed out.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah, those were scary times, and it we needed to change because it wasn't working. Right. It was not working.
1: So I think. We went to your grandma's resort, which is a beautiful, it, 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 it's in central Wisconsin, central Wisconsin. Yep.
0: Yep. And 20 miles away from the Dells. It was anyway, it's not there anymore, but
1: yeah, it's well, the lake is still there, but the resort does not exist. It, It was sold and we're sitting on the beach and Tom read the book. Tom started digging into the book and he got fired up.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, we're not going to lie. It took from that point to recently, where we got our poop in a group. Really, I mean, we chipped away at it, but there were some big decisions along the way. Some big things that happened along the well, way.
1: Yeah, and I think we have to tell the story, and it might be a little long winded, but you know, we first were introduced to it. We re- we read the book. We started listening to Dave Ram the Dan- yeah, Dave, Ramsey Dave Ramsey show, show. Yeah. which is on every day during the week. So yeah. there is lots of content, and it oh, it fired us up, and we right. got out of debt very quickly. Right. We paid off twenty eight thousand yeah. dollars and some odd change in eighteen months. Right, and for us, having never been out of debt, we we got debt free except for the house mm-hmm. very quickly, but we still were struggling. Yeah, But I think what we did, and this is why it's so relatable to us with the diet mentality, is we cut it down to the absolute Mm -hmm. bare bones essentials. We We did nothing. And we gutted our way through it. So once we got paid off, we just went, all right, we made it. Yep. And then we went right back into some of those spending habits that we had, even though we tried, we yep. were doing the budget, but yep. then we were like, oh crap, Robin Peter to pay Paul yeah, within we, our own budget yeah, for totally. a very long time.
0: Yeah, we did. And, and it really was, I mean, we made some big changes. We, we finally sold the house in Illinois, moved back. We moved back to Minnesota, finally sold the house in Illinois, rented a house that we probably shouldn't have.
1: It, well, it was, it was It was not as horribly out of line. I think we have to tell people that the realization we came to is that our living situation was not sustainable yeah. for staying out of debt and mm-hmm. wealth building. Because even though Tom made a very good income and I had a supplemental part-time income while we were raising our boys, it was never enough yep. to... There, our, our home... Expenses were so high with our mortgage and our second mortgage and the utilities and the Mm -hmm. taxes in Illinois, which are freaking ridiculous.
0: If you're still in Illinois, Illinois, get out. (laughs) Yeah. And this is
1: not, I mean, this is not California or East Coast or New York, yeah. Taxes, but there's still,
0: yeah.
1: uh, it, It just was, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. So we realized that, oh my God, this is, This is killing us. Mm -hmm. We are house poor. We are house poor. We can't do the things we want to do because all of our money goes to paying for our house. Right. And our car payment at the time. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, we had a lot of, we just had a lot of stupid living. We paid a lot of money in going out to eat. So much. Mm-hmm. So, so much. It's just, I'm embarrassed by how much. And and it took us till pretty much this past six months when we finally realized mm-hmm. we don't even really like a lot of the food we eat when we're out.
0: Right. It's so expensive. And it, like, we make better stuff, really. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we can have a really good meal, bring people in, enjoy it, and not spend... For a fraction of the cost. For a fraction of the cost. It's not spend $100 and just have a little salad, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Well, and you can spend
1: $100 if you're not being careful and cautious in, in planning your meals out and, you know, grocery shopping, uh, by, based on a list and shopping the sales. And, you know, there's all these little things that we have learned over the years that now we're really implementing and Mm it's, it's just amazing to see how things are growing for us
0: absolutely i mean a a perfect example i mean last yesterday we went for lunch we spent 50 bucks on a burger fries some onion rings and some beer and then we went and we bought a really good steak and some other staples that are going to keep us for two or three days for
1: the same amount of money for the
0: same amount of money plus we brought some stuff up too but it's we know what we're cooking what's in it it'll taste awesome we'll grill it right on the shores of Lake Superior
1: on the shores of Gitchy Gitchegumee yeah. yeah it's pretty amazing
0: It's pretty amazing
1: So um, going back to our house situation in Illinois I mean that was that was a huge stressor for us yeah, because totally. not only at the time we were realizing it was too much and we needed to sell it and find something new this is when the crash of yeah. 2008 happened
0: Right. And that crash, we've talked about that before, was really pivotal in where we are today and why I even started blogging in, in the first place. But selling a house where you're underwater in a terrible market that has, I mean, we were in the, one of the fastest growing uh, counties in the United States. And when that crash hit, nothing was moving. Nothing was selling. Nothing was being built. It was just like a tornado had come through and a financial tornado had come through. People were just packing up their stuff, leaving the keys on the counter and leaving.
1: Yeah. And, and it took us 4 years after that crash of 2008 to get to the point where we made a change. Yeah. We were we were trying to figure out all these different ways to mm-hmm. work it out, but in the meantime your your job situation was um Getting harder yeah, in the sense was. that it was less secure. Yep. You didn't know if it was going to, if your right. job was even
0: going to be around, right? And, and we had uh, thought about it, and we wanted to get back up to Minnesota, get back up to family and everything. And finally, got an opportunity from a friend, and this is the importance of community and network. You know, a right. person I worked with a long time ago had was starting on this light rail job and needed people, and it took a while to get the job, but man, took the job and we were gone.
1: Yeah. It was good. And it was a and, and but what we had to do is we had to do a short sale yeah. on our house which was a gut punch it because was. we weren't just a little bit upside down in our house. Mm-hmm. We were like $70,000 upside down in our house. Right. So we, but we did it. We realized that was the only way yep. at that time. And even today, the, the prices have not rebounded no. to where they were in no. the area we were. They're, they're much better. Yep. Houses are selling. But we had to sell our house for about $70,000 less than what we owed right. on
0: it. And we pretty much had to get a forgiveness on one of the loans. We had two loans. One of them had to be almost forgiven or written off. Yeah. And that was... That was tough. It dinged up our credit for a long time.
1: Yeah, and, it, it uh, really sticks did. with
0: you for seven years. You know.
1: Well, and it's why we decided when we moved to Minnesota because we didn't know exactly what where we wanted to plant our our roots and. You know, we knew it, the Twin Cities is where my family was, and we knew that we wanted to be somewhere in that area. Um, schools were important at the yep. time because our, our son was just heading, he was in junior high. Right. Our oldest son had graduated, graduated high school and went
0: to the Army. Yeah, he joined he the Army,
1: but our youngest son was just hitting that pivotal, mm-hmm. you know, junior high. He Eighth was mid-junior grade. high. Yeah. So we, but we decided that was a good opportunity for us to go, and we just decided to bite the bullet and do it, and and so we rented a house for five years. Yeah,
0: five years we rented, no Uh, equity, anything. Just kind of laid low, paid the pay the rent payment, and
1: the rent payment was a little higher because you know the Twin Cities market is expensive, still still kind of expensive. Yeah, I
0: don't don't know how people do that, but it's super expensive. You know, and Twin Cities is is fairly high as well.
1: Well, and. New York and California wages are much higher than yeah. they are here. So I think, you know, at some point it's comparable. I'm not sure, but I think it's still bloody high. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so so we rented. So for 5 years we waited till Ryan graduated from high school. And, you know, our if if you know us if you followed along with our story a little bit in our podcast, we our heart is is leading us. We feel like God is leading us towards a rural life mm-hmm. getting out of the city, but we just aren't, aren't there yet. We're not there it's yet. Not it's not time. A,
0: it's a journey. It's a journey. And we're, I think, you know, it's been, there's been a lot of different decisions, you know, especially when you're in debt. Right. It's, it is like a boat anchor. Right. Cause you have to make certain decisions to keep surviving, you know, to make those payments and get through it all. And now we're, instead of the plan happening to us, we can actually do the planning, you Yeah, know, and we're, we can kind of tell it where to go. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we have a, we're, we're hoping it's a two to three year plan Yeah, to get us out to the country mm-hmm. and uh, get us out of the hustle and bustle of the city. And in the meantime, um, the opportunity presented itself to us last year to buy my, dad's house my mom had passed away within the last couple of years and my dad moved yep. and his house was very affordable to us so we decided to buy it for the short term mm-hmm. while we just hunker down and build some wealth so we're yeah. in we're in wealth building mode right now and and getting ourselves uh straightened around yep. in in all of our pillar areas mm-hmm. and helping our kids kind of get themselves set up. So Ryan's finishing college, Danny's in college. Yep. And, uh, I think we're all going to be ready to launch at about the same time.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think that's a big thing too, is to have be stable, you know, in a kind of an unstable world, have a place where they can come. It's, you know, we're not stressed out because we're able to make the payments. We're able to build some wealth. We're not underwater in debt. We can make some good decisions. I think and where I was going with all this is when you're in debt you're 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 making some crazy decisions sometimes because you've gotta make ends meet and you gotta keep you know, keep the boat afloat somehow. And it's it's tough. I mean, how do you do it when you have a huge house payment, you have all these taxes, you've got all these utilities, and then your car breaks down. Right. It can be really and you gotta eat, you know, it can be really frightening.
1: Well, right, and I think making that break from that house that we felt like was such a boat anchor allowed you to make a career change that you know you did you did have to take a pay cut to take the job that you're in right and not having that giant house payment allowed you to do that yeah but you're in a job that you that you love Mm -hmm. and you will you know you'll work that until it's no longer viable anymore.
0: Until we're making a million dollars of small-scale life. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> so I think I'm very, I feel blessed that you were able to do that. Because I know how much stress that, that job, the consulting world brought into your life. Yeah. And it wasn't sustainable for you. It no. was death by a thousand cuts right. for
0: you. Well, the same with building a $2 billion light rail project. That was a crazy job, too. So Right. But it was good. I think you know where we started with this going from the shores of Jordan Lake in Central Wisconsin to today we're on the north shore it's just a different different perspective and age and time and doing stupid with zeros on it and recovering and now making strides I think it's a it's a totally different experience and and like you were saying there is a sense of peace when you've done some right things you've got some savings in the bank you're out of debt for the most part and right you've got a plan i mean holy smokes what a difference that is than oh my gosh we're on jordan lake i've got 50 bucks in my pocket that's all we got and i don't know i'm just going to keep working this job for the next 30 years and i don't know right what are you going to do with your life i don't know i'm just working in the cube man yeah.
1: I mean- <laughs> we're working to pay for our expensive car and our giant house
0: right all right isn't that fun i love it
1: yeah well and you know what you have it's always a constant re-upping too yeah. like yes we have savings in the bank yes we have a different mindset but we have to keep real with oh, yeah. it's very easy to let those old habits slip in oh, yeah. and pretty soon your um the money's just just Gone, yeah, and it, is. it very quickly it it can happen. So th- this is where budgeting is so critical. And there's lots of different schools of thought. Mm-hmm. You know, we do the zero-based budgeting where we look a month at a time and we pretty much spend all of our income on paper ahead of time, mm-hmm. so that we're telling our money where to go. But then you know, there's always those unplanned things that come oh, yeah. up, and you pretty soon, you, I mean, you just got to be really, you got to be intentional, right? So intentional living. With everything, that's that's a big key factor in in our current life and, and success right now.
0: Right, right. And I think the intentional living, um, you know, it, it comes back to discovering your why. Yes. You know, and, and Greg Burns, I'm looking at you. We did a show back in August. It's our top show on Small Scale Life. It was Homesteading for Beginners Start with the Why. And um You know, Mr. Tactical and I were going through all this stuff and all of our schemes and dreams, and and Greg was like, "Hey, you got to start with the why, and you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself." And I love uh, that. I know. So, you know, why? What? What are we building wealth for? Why are we doing this? Why are we working in a cube for crazy hours or running this small business that's really not making any money? Or why? It's really, really not making any money. Well, we're keep, having
1: fun we're having
0: lots of it's, it's, yeah yeah well that's why you need to support small scale life by going to the resources tab and you know shopping with us that's right <laughs> but keeping up the joneses you know what's your plan yeah. Is it just i need a new car because uh bob across the street has one and joe down the street has one so i'm gonna get a new car or, oh this little spot. Speedboat isn't fast enough, so I need to get the big hog with the the Ranger Bass boat with the 150-horsepower motor on it and four four trolling motors. I mean, what's your plan, dude? Yeah. You and know? girls,
1: I'm going to talk to you a little bit because for me, the keeping up with the Joneses mentality was, it was so embedded in me. I just, some of the decisions that took me so long to come to in where we're at today I I was dragging my feet because I was worried about what my friends would think. I really was. Mm -hmm. You know, I I thought that status symbol of our house, which really wasn't, I mean, really in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a, a giant, crazy, beautiful house. It was way more house than we needed, but I thought that that was what, people what impressed people hmm. you know I thought I needed that in order to for my friends to think that we had something do you know what I mean yep. it was like and, it, and that car that I was driving you never cared about the car
0: The 2003 Ford Taurus was a beautiful thing
1: <laughs> it still is
0: <laughs> well that's the 2004 Ford Taurus that replaced the 2003 Ford Taurus that you know I mean the 2003 i mean you could put your foot down and it'd be like the flintstones because there was no floorboards on it <laughs> it's all true. rusted out you could see the ground you could and you go over a puddle and then you'd feel the carpet go woof, woof, woof. and <laughs> I, the final checkup we took it in it was like yeah it's leaking some stuff And they're like they all put it up on the lift they're like oh my god i don't know how the floor didn't fall out on this thing it's all rusted out <laughs> sure you want us to fix it no
1: yeah, but you know what? That's the thing. I mean, truly, if you have good friends, if you have real friends, yeah. they don't give a crap nope. what your house looks like or what your car looks like and and the clothes that you have or the Oh, I figured out my shut the debt hole. What's that?
0: Oh, that First explain it. Oh yeah, so sorry. Um I thought about this as I rolled away from the Thrifty Thursday. So I said not every week we'll do Thrifty Thursday tips. We're going to do one week thrifty Thursday tips. This is tips and life hacks from in stories or podcasts or whatever. And then we're gonna do shut your debt hole on the other Thursdays and shut, shut your, your hut, debt hole. shut your debt hole. So the shut your debt hole thing is little stories, um, anecdotes, whatever of you doing stupid with zeros on it. So yeah, we're we're gonna, have,
1: we're gonna steal that portion of it from Dave Ramsey because yeah. he talks about doing stupid with zeros on the end of it, which we just. It's it's so true.
0: Oh yeah, we've done so many stupid things. It's just ridiculous.
1: So we were trying to think of what stories we'd share first about our stupid with zeros on the end of it for our assets, protege, yeah, baskets. Yeah, longa burger baskets.
0: Oh yeah, the lo- the longa burger baskets.
1: That is that is my that is my number one stupid. Well, there's been so many, stupid. But this goes way, (laughs) way, way back. I haven't bought a Longaberger basket in years. Thank God. But, girls, come on. You know. You went to the parties along with the Pampered Chef and the Party Light parties. Should we go
0: through this? I mean, Longaberger, the Pampered Chef, the candles. There was wine. There was adult parties. There was the cabbie parties. That was the
1: only one you ever gave me free reign. I know. Whatever I wanted. There was the... (laughs) The cabbie parties. Oh cabbie. Mary Kay. Clothes. Uh
0: what else? Oh, Essential God. oils? they have parties they too? They
1: do. Oh yeah, they do, but I've never been to
0: one. I mean, holy cats, there's so many yeah. of these parties out there.
1: Yeah. So anyway, Longa Burger Baskets. Okay, oh, so yeah. here Tom and I are. You know, here if you didn't hear the podcast where we talked about our story, we um got married when I was twenty. Tom was twenty one and I was, I was pregnant. Very, I was very wealthy, yeah. very wealthy
0: man at the time.
1: We were both in college. We had been dating since high school. Yep. Um, and I was pregnant with our son. And we um, we made some changes. I, I stopped school and, and got a full-time job. And we were working as apartment managers mm-hmm. so that we could actually have a place to live. And, you know, Tom's going to school. We're finishing up his school first. And, oh, my God. We had no money. We could barely pay our bills, but I had money somehow to buy Longaberger baskets. I mean, we're talking about like baskets that cost a hundred and fifty dollars. Some mm-hmm. of them. Uh, I don't know if I ever told no, you. No, you never
0: told me that. Because you weren't looking. I wasn't looking at the budget either. <laughs> My bad.
1: So, <laughs> shut your debt hole. Stop buying longer burger baskets because guess what? Walk into a thrift store and they're all over the they place. They are
0: for five bucks.
1: And those cabbie clothes, I buy them with the tags on at the thrift store now.
0: Yep. So, Yeah. So, there you go. So
1: Chef, same thing.
0: So, go to the party for the social time, but leave the checkbook at home, and then go to the the thrift store later on. No? Yeah,
1: but... Well, no, but I don't know if... I don't know if guys can appreciate this, because you don't do the party thing, but I don't feel like I can go to a party without buying something. It doesn't feel... I feel like it's that... Yeah. So, Mm. I just don't go to the parties Mm -hmm. anymore. I just don't. I can't, because I will feel not i i should just be able to say no but i feel like then a mooch that i'm going oh. just to to drink the free wine and
0: eat the food so i was just advocating mooching so
1: i think we <laughs> just have to have the get togethers yeah, without the here feel pressured to buy this thing no
0: i like that approach i like that much better right yeah very good
1: because it's not about the things anymore it's about just the, the relationship the relationship yeah and in the together. moment
0: and the memory yeah that's yeah. a good point very good point so does that make sense everyone don't go to the longer the, all the parties. Have people over instead and enjoy the night.
1: Shut your dead hole. Shut your
0: dead hole. Awesome. Love What's it. What's
1: your shut your dead hole? Which one did you decide to share?
0: Do I have to share one right now?
1: I guess not. I mean, Mine was pretty epic.
0: I mean, I, I had it in college. I mean, this was our first big, one of our first big purchases when we were married. And there's been plenty since where we've done dumb things. But, um... We went and bought the computer, the five eighty six computer. Oh, the four eighty six. Yeah, the 486. No, it was it was a Pentium. It, it just got the Pentium. Oh, it was a forty six with uh-huh. a Pentium chip in it, so it acted yeah. a little faster. But we paid.
1: We like financed 1500 dollars. $1,
0: Fifteen hundred. No, I think it was like twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, we right. financed that thing, and we paid that for years, yeah. and and. Guess what? I had access to free computer labs and software at school, right? So I could have done it all at school. Now, granted, being up doing this work at night wasn't. It would have been harder. Yeah, yeah.
1: You had the you had the added um, pressure of having a wife and kid at home yeah. that you felt like you needed to be around for. So, but it still didn't justify. It didn't that justify, expense.
0: and that computer is so. I mean, our phones. Your phone is an older phone. Has more. Way more data available. Well, than,
1: yeah, but that was, wasn't was available yeah, back then.
0: But we that was a lot of money to finance and, and spend on a computer at the time.
1: Right. And back then we felt like financing was the only way. Yeah. That was just what you did. It's just what that's did. what I thought everybody did. And that's yep. what you did. Now we know if there's a big expense like that, that we save up for it.
0: Well, and I think that's the other thing, too, is having the time preference and the agency to be disciplined enough to save the money. Delay that satisfaction and then buy when you have the money saved.
1: And knowing that your emergency fund savings is not uh, available for buying computers and cars and furniture and things.
0: Or trucks or that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because we've done that before, too. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So...
1: So there's so much to unpack with oh, this, yeah. you guys. And we just want to, um, we, we'd we love to hear your stories. Yeah. How have you done stupid with zeros on it?
0: Exactly. This will be good. And, and in fact, um, we just announced, yeah. we just told our story. So we're going to, uh, today, when I get connection, I'll put up, Shut Your Debt Hole in the Small Scale Life Facebook group. And you can add your stories. We'll talk about those next weekend. Uh, we'll be... We'll be we'll be kind. We won't point out too much. It's not it's not about judgment. We're just sharing.
1: Well, it's good for everybody to hear that that they're not the only ones. Right, you're not the only one out there making stupid mistakes, and it, you're going to make more down mm-hmm. the road. We all will. We all do. And to share it rather than because money is one of those really sensitive topics yep. for people, and we kind of keep it private. Mm-hmm. And Tom and I decided that. We're just going to be an open book. We're just, we don't care what you think about us. Well, we do.
0: So I'm kind of a comic book.
1: I mean, I do kind of like people to like me, but. (laughs) I like people to like me. They like me. They really like me.
0: They really like me.
1: But you know what? I really—if you think that I'm a dipshit because I bought longer burger baskets, well, I think I'm a dipshit too.
0: So. Well, yeah, you might think that, but then look at your own garage. You might have a whole stash of fishing poles that you never use, or right, a whole bunch of spatulas from Spatula City or something, you know, or pampered chef, and, oh yeah, pampered chef. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's kind of the scoop. I mean, we are just getting going on this. I think that. Um, there's so much to talk about. If we got rolling, we'd be sitting here all afternoon.
1: And we have vacation stuff to do. So
0: Absolutely. We got to
1: get rolling here, babe.
0: But yeah, I know. So, and I would recommend this. I mean, it does help if you notice. We had these big, we have a lot of big epiphanies. When we're not in home, we're getting out of our we're getting out of our normal space, our normal routine, our normal setting. Yep. We get out on the road. And we have big epiphanies. Big things happen. Big decisions happen. We talk through it. We have a chance to talk. Yeah. I mean, we had some really good conversations yesterday about some stuff, some big stuff. And uh, we're going to have some more as we're out in our listening to the birds and taking a hike and all that stuff. Hiking
1: at Gooseberry Falls.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, our audio ends right there. But it was a great vacation. Jules and I had a great time. And we recorded one more podcast up on the shores of Lake Superior. So we will have that podcast for you next week. It's all about the inventory. So this is really getting into the start of the financial freedom process. In the meantime, this is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember to learn, do grow, and be a little better every day. Have a great week, everybody and uh you know get those projects done spring is sprung unless you're up north woods of where we just were they got a a foot of snow i'm hearing and with more on the way so i think we did get the best weather up there on the north shore all right everybody this is tom from small scale life remember to learn do grow and be a little better every day take care everybody
1: For a little bit, and you are going to love the sound of my voice. Do I need to get a little closer? Do I need to keep talking? Do I need to eat the microphone? Eat the microphone. Do I need to talk louder like this? Well, just be a little more firm in in my pronunciation. pronunciation. Well,
0: and I can turn it up a little bit more too. I can turn up the mics just a touch. All right, keep talking.
1: Okay, I'm talking.
0: I'm, talking. I'm looking.
1: I'm talking and you're loving it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Are we ready to do this? Yeah,
1: go for it. You're starting. I am your sidekick, as is life. Yeah. Don't get used to that. Stolat.
0: Slancha. 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 Isn't it good? It is very good. Mm, the is good. The coffee is delicious, yes. From the shores. No. I sound like a dumbass all the time, so... Yes. Yes.